Spirit Radio Podcasts. Something none of us ever want to hear or indeed imagine. The image of two Gardaí breaking the news to a family that a loved one has been involved in a fatal road traffic accident. Our next guest is the brother of a 30-year-old woman. Her name was Donna and she tragically lost her life in a cycling accident in 2016. And he's become a passionate advocate since her death for road safety. Last week, the government announced that they are committed to introducing a legal minimum passing distance for drivers when overtaking cyclists. On the line to tell us more about his family's story and the legislation and indeed why he's so passionate now about road safety, we have Neil Fox. Morning, Neil. How are you? Hi, Wendy. How's it going? Neil, nice to be on the show. Thank you for joining us on the programme this morning. Tell us a little bit about your family's story and your sister, Donna. Um I'll just I'll just kind of rewind a little bit, I suppose. Um, I'm from North County, Dublin, in a rural part, um, just outside the Knoll village. Um, and um, there's there was three ch- three children, myself, Donna, and Leanne. So they're both sisters are younger than me, and the eldest. And um, we'd lost our mum a few years ago to cancer. Um, so there's just my dad, two girls, and Callum, my nephew. So we're a small enough family, and quite uh, I suppose quite close. And you don't realise how close you are sometimes until things happen. Um, but 18 months ago, actually tomorrow, exactly 18 months, um, Donna was killed cycling to work in the city centre in Dublin. Um, she used to drive part of the way into work and then she'd um, cycle then from, I think, around from Condra area um, or Glasnevin maybe. She'd park the car and she'd, or she'd bring, bring her bike with her. Um, so I suppose um, what... We didn't. I, I just remember that day that I, I was in Drada, and I remember I was after texting Donna um, to because we were meant to meet the next day for lunch on her break, and um, and it was funny because I'm famous for long text messages, but it was just a really short like on what time or where we're meeting. I can't even remember something like that, and there was no reply. But I put no pass because um, I assumed she'd reply later. But and um, she was already dead Wendy at that stage. Like, like we didn't know. Um, um, so guards came, and you know they, they were great. Like, but you go. I suppose I went into. When you look back, you see like I was just like I was just completely in shock, um, and so everything felt like it was nearly an outer body experience. If you know what I mean, it was like we were kind of doing things and going through the motions, um, but it was just such a shock because even aside from how she died at that point, that wasn't. It was just the idea that Donna was gone and there was nothing you could do. Probably something, Neil, that you never, you're never really going no. to get used to. Yeah. What um, has life been like then in the aftermath of Donna's death? It must be extremely difficult. Um, it's been, oh gosh, it's impossible to explain, I suppose. The, I'd say the first few months after, um, I think I, you, get, you, you get sort of a grace or something. You're able to cope better. Um, well, I was. Um, you can turn up to things and, and do things relatively normally um, because you're still in that sort of shock mode. Um, but I think um, within maybe two months after, for me, it was only then that it, it just it just really hit bad, I suppose. And I, I've, I've struggled to cry or that, which is strange because I'm kind of emotional normally, like, but, but it's more like I would just, I would forget things and I just, it's hard to explain, but I suppose it's a bit like post-traumatic stress without having actually been at the at the place at the time. You, you're, I've been very, I suppose, anxiety issues and things like that. Um, but at the same time, I wanted to do something positive, and I kind of I feel that helped. Um, 
and I suppose rather than um, I felt that we were kind of this had happened to us and you have to try and do something good out of it um, or else you go completely under and that's the way I kind of began um, focusing on what can we do um, and I know my dad originally got involved and he was on Clare Bourne shows and things like that um, talking about raising more money for cycling infrastructure and that and you know I got involved in that myself then with the Dublin cycling campaign and things um, but then what happened was I, I started um, hearing about um, you know this minimum pass and distance um, proposal at the time um, which was you know for overtaking um, cyclists on the road when you're driving and I felt that you know if it could spare one person from going through this um, you know or even even just the idea that it was going to it was going to like shine a light on cycling safety um, and the urgent need for it, um, because since Donna died, and that's um, in 2016, um, she was the ninth cyclist that year that was killed um, on our roads, um, which sounds a small number maybe compared to cars, but it's you know it's the ninth too many. Um, but another person died that year. But in the following year, last year, was, I think, the, the largest number of um, fatalities of cyclists um, in a decade in Ireland. Um, and it grew by, um, it, it increased by 50%. Um, and, 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 so, so, and so unnecessary. And I, I yeah, suppose, Neil, when you think about yeah, that, that, that you know, like other road safety issues and yeah, measures absolutely. that have been taken to try and always bring those numbers down but is it a case of that as you say in some places we have improved cycling infrastructure lots more people are cycling to work and we've had the bike to work scheme but we haven't had the kind of education alongside the fact that more of us are cycling I think that's that's a fair comment and I think there's a duty of care um, on the government and on the the, the various county and city councils um, and especially Dublin City Council um, you know, a lot of the city councils have come out, or different county councils have come out in support of this bill when it was a bill. Um, but I, I think that there's a lot more needs to be done. Um, so I got in touch with um, the minister, Shane Ross. Now, this is a good file back. Um, it's, I, it's over a year ago, I think. It's last year sometime anyway. And I asked, would he meet um, to discuss the... I wanted to talk, I wanted to, talk to him about what it was like um, as a person it was a normal person who, um, I'm talking about my sister, like Donna was a normal person going about her day. She wasn't um, at some event or anything. And suddenly her life is over, like within seconds. And what can we do um, as, as a government, as a country, to prevent other things, like as far as possible, prevent things like this happening and at least bring more awareness to, to the cause rather than having this sort of motorist versus cyclist nonsense that's, you know, that's, you know, you can see that on Twitter. It takes off all the time. We need to um, share the road, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. And, like, it's the same, like, most people, most adults who cycle in the cities are actually drivers as well. Um, like, my sister drove part of the way um, to work. And, you know, she wasn't involved in any sort of um, groups or anything in cycling. She did charity cycles, all right, but she wasn't, you know, she was just going from A to B, um, you know. Um, but, but what he, he was very... I have to be honest, I was surprised by him because he, he was actually well sort of engaged on the issue and um, the problem was, he was I, I felt um, that he was taking too long to make a decision regarding um, the minimum pass and distance. Um, but he, he's obviously come out um, 
on top on that now, you know, and I, I'm delighted. I'm actually quite proud of him for doing it because it's a kind of a controversial enough thing to do. So where is that um, legislation at then, Neil? Or what's the Well, what's the he's going to be... He, what happened was, um, I, should, I should just say, Regina Doherty and Kieran Cannon um, were the two politicians that really backed it from the beginning, um, um, from Finn Gael, um, their ministers now. Um, and they got on board with a man called Phil Skelton, um, who, who's really the architect of this whole thing for Ireland. I mean, um, he's a, a guy who works in, in Wexford. I think he I think he's, he works in a hospital in Wexford. But basically, he, he's a cyclist and he had an accident, a quite bad accident in 2012. And so he really is the person who deserves most of the credit for this because he's the person who kept assets and assets. And then Regina Doherty got involved um, shortly after, I think it was after Donna died, because um, I know she was in touch with me around that time. And um, she, she, she backed us and, and she said, I think we can do this. Um, and then Kieran Kangan, who's a, an avid cyclist, um, he got involved. And so it kind of took up a bit of momentum. And the good thing was it became a cross-party issue because we've got the, the Labour Party and, um, and members of Fianna Fáil, especially Robert Troy. Robert Troy has been fantastic the last couple of months. Um, he's the, their, their spokesperson for transport. And it was him who tried to bring the amendment forward to the road traffic bill um, that's currently before the government. Um, so it was actually him that kind of was trying to get it sped up. So when, was, ex- when will it come into effect then, Neil? It will come into effect in the next few weeks. Um, now, I know Shane Ross said it would be about 10 days, but I'd imagine probably be about three weeks' time. And presumably uh, you're going to, to keep campaigning for better road safety for yeah, cyclists. Yeah, because it's not... Um, like. Uh, it's not that you're demanding something, um, like it's kind of a no-brainer. It's just to kind of recognise that cyclists are also people that are on, on a road. They're not like this sort of, um, I don't know, there's this just this sort of very negative attitude, um, which I wouldn't have been aware of, to be honest, um, about a year and a half ago. Um, because like within, I would say within hours of Donna being killed, you, I was being asked, oh, was she not wearing a helmet? Was she not this? Was she not that? You're like she was, she was actually in this particular case my sister was wearing all that but but the point was like it was just immediately looking at oh the cyclist must be at fault you know and you know no matter what the situation is like children cycle as well so we really have a duty of care to do something um, and and just going back you were saying there about the education end and that is important um, the, that people know the rules of the road but I think it's also important that we did, did legislate on this because um it's a step forward. I think, like, it, I actually thought when I heard about this first, I thought that we would be the first country. We're not. Several countries already have done it. And the, the, the idea that it was unenforceable is a bit ridiculous. Like, we've been around since 1973 in some countries. So, um, well, well done, Neil, you know, on, on, the, yeah. on the work that you have done so far and continue uh, to do to just raise awareness on this issue. And thank you so much for joining us thanks on Spirit so much, Radio Wendy. this morning, Neil, for sharing a little bit of your thanks. story. That was Neil Fox just talking to us a little bit about his story. He sadly lost his sister Donna in 2016 in a cycling accident and is really working hard just campaigning on road safety. And I think Neil's right. It's so much about just education and just the reality that we are sharing the roads. You know, drivers don't own the roads, cyclists don't own the roads. We share we share the roads. And I'm, I'm trying to think back to my driving test. Was there much about, I mean, yeah, there's a lot about um, 
kind of looking in your mirrors and all that sort of stuff but does there need to be more around um, sharing the roads and driving safely when there's lots of cyclists on the roads as well I think perhaps there does I, I believe the URSA are going to be launching an awareness campaign around the minimum passing distance shortly that Neil was talking about as well which can only be a good thing Thanks for listening to our Spirit Radio podcast. Don't miss out. Subscribe today. Find out how at spiritradio.ie.